AKA Patters, thank you for joining me. This is 2020's 31 Days of Dread. This is the fourth time you and me, me and my audience, me and my viewers, me and the AKA Pad Army have embarked on 31 days of nonstop adventure. If you're new here, this is where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October, and we have a big one. We have it. That's, I'm not going to say Stephen King's it. I'm just going to say it. We're going to get into it. Let's get through that intro. All right, everyone. Before we get into something spooky, let me tell you something. Trial by Fire. It's my comic book available right now on Indiegogo. Link in the description. And I will see you on the printed page. Yeah, so look, look. It is no secret. I am recording these a little bit in advance. And the reason for this is because normally October is chaos for me. Because I'm also doing Inktober on my Instagram at akapad69. That is where I do one time lapse drawing a day. So, you know, production time between doing this. And then doing my drawing. Uh, you know, it's about two and a half, maybe three hours. This year around, every year I get a little bit better with designing the 31 Days of Dread, streamlining the rollout, and usually uh, somewhere I fall behind. I am committed not to fall behind this year. I want to be ahead. So by this time, I already spoke about this in, in the last episode. I pre-drafted the 31 Days of Dread. Uh, as of right now, I'm about 20 episodes deep. I'm having trouble. Uh, there's a little bit of a drought on horror. But we have something here. So I literally just got done watching It 2, It Chapter 2 for the first time. So if we're not familiar with It, uh, it during the network television craze, Stephen King's It really became the best next to Stephen King's to stand of these horror adaptations. Now, we have Stephen King's It, we have The Stand, we have Tommy Knockers. I'm sure there's a few other. And I'm pretty sure like you, um, not Comedy Central, the, the sci-fi channel got in on, on one, one or two. But the network television one time was huge with miniseries and you would get like a few a year and a lot of times these networks would have competing ideas i remember um you know like asteroids and meteors being like a theme for like you know this is during the uh the the late 90s disaster movie boom that came back with independence day and armageddon so yeah you know, like the the networks were as greedy as the film studios and along the way we get competition and we get we, we get some good product Stephen King's It was the best of these horror adaptations. Uh, Tim Curry, uh, you know, Rocky Horror Picture Show. Clue, Clue, easily his best performance. He portrayed Pennywise the Clown. Now, and it was perfect. What we got on the back end was really bad special effects. Uh, you know, like a bad arc when it comes to these characters becoming older, because that's the great hook of Stephen King's It. Okay, um, see, I don't like saying Stephen King's It, mostly because he's uh, he's a loon on Twitter, 
and I wish it would just uh, <laughs> supply us with amazing storytelling advice, analysis, and helping us find the next wave, like the true next Stephen King. But no, he, he, he wants to do politics. But that's not really why I don't want to call it Stephen King's It. I don't want to call it Stephen King's It because it implies this is a strict adaptation of the book. Now, the book, the length alone, you look at the length of Stephen King's It, you think, you think he wrote that on a cocaine binge because it's, you just say to yourself, what, what was left out? <laughs> like, was this thing edited? So, we get this movie in 2017. It's bringing back it. Now, it at this point has some nostalgias. It's a little vintage. There's a lot to it. We have new special effects. We have modern Hollywood production behind this big idea. Now, what's the big idea for it? It is basically a creature that can feed off of fear. Uh, it's better if you're fearful of it. So he wants to scare the hell out of you for a while and then eat you as a child. Now, a bunch of kids defeat it. And then later in life, you find out that it didn't die and has returned. And the kids as adults have to reface their fears and try and kill this murderous creature that takes form of a clown Pennywise. That's your hook. Now, look, we have a little bit of HP Lovecraft because the it creature. Now, this is subtext. This is not in the movie. And this is also not the big idea about this movie I want to make. I'm going to get to that very soon. But the creature itself cannot be imagined. So it takes a form. And that form sometimes is a clown. Now, along the way, the creature of it is also a part of this um, balance of a turtle that flows through space that has uh, eternity on its back. And the it creature is its opposite. Now, some of this is detailed in Dark Tower. Another Stephen King adaptation I have yet to see. Um, Matthew McConaughey's in that, so uh, I feel bad. <laughs> I feel bad because I haven't seen because I love McConaughey. But you, you guys get, get the idea. So already what I've told you about it, you're like, what is going to happen? Like, we can't put this in, in one movie. We cannot put it in two movies. Because the only hook for it to be two movies is that we have a younger movie and then we everyone grows up and we have this older movie. Great. Like, everyone was signed on board with that. I remember when I saw it in the theater uh, in 2017, the audience was just, like, so happy that uh, they teased Chapter 2, that the kids were going to grow up and we were going to get more of this. So two years later, in 2019, it comes out. Now, the movie popped both times. Box office-wise, amazing. You cannot wish or hope for anything bigger than what it was even when it comes to horror when it comes to rated r but what happens with it chapter two we have this level of expectation that doesn't really deliver we have a revelation of the final form 
of the It monster not quite there. We have horror that we really are tired of by the second movie. But the movie still makes money. I mean, collectively, it's a billion-plus-dollar franchise. Do I feel they should do another It? I I 100% do, because I feel like Chapter 1 and Chapter 2 lays a groundwork. That's amazing. They have to do an It Chapter 3 that goes into the history and the real um, implications of this monster that Stephen King created. And it is a unique monster. It definitely is is there. Like I said, very much HP Lovecraft. And we're, we're going to be hitting HP Lovecraft again with the color of space. That will be episode one, two, four, and five. Okay. The next two episodes will be serial killers. We're going to do the, well, anyway, <laughs> too much teasing. So what, what, what's this big thing I wanted to say about it? I believe these two movies are masterpieces. I, I believe that these two movies are nothing but unique um, by themselves. They're in the category all by themselves when it comes to horror. Now, horror is, uh, we see this every single year with the 31 Days of Dread. Horror is a genre that's packed upon subgenre, 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 subgenre. It is packed. It's what makes getting into horror fun. But finding diamonds in the rough and good movies along the way is the most frustrating thing about horror. If we were to put epic horror movies on a shelf, it is the only one. Now, we have some epic franchises that unravel the psyche of our gimmick or our serial killer or our slasher, like Friday the 13th. Nightmare on Elm Street, you know, we um, paranormal activity where we slowly unwrap a history. And I love all three of those for those reasons. But when it comes to time, like spanning time, when it comes to space, when it comes to a feeling of epicness, the feeling of things being epic, nothing even comes close to it. Because chapter two rehashes a lot of chapter one. That's not really, I'm not really discussing chapters one and two here. I'm not discussing these two movies. But as soon as you start watching the night, uh, the 2019 chapter two, you have a feeling of time. You have a feeling of space between everything. And you have a sensation. You definitely have a sensation of uh, you know, like growth and the sensation of the mind, like wandering and being in two separate places at the same time. And a lot of people criticize the flashbacks for uh, it chapter two. I think they work. I think they're awesome. I just think the movie needed a, a little bit better horror, needed to go a little bit uh, more into the creature by the end of the movie, which we really don't get. Because the creature in it is so interesting. I just feel like they robbed it. But along the way, we have maybe some... Uh, look, look, the best acting today is in horror. I said this on the last episode. The best acting today is horror. But along the way, we have some, some of the best acting. We have 
great creature design, great cinematography, great set creation. We actually feel like we're spanning time in this movie, which is so rough because everything is uh, is, is postmodern today. You walk down the street um, just with the clothes people are wearing. It's tough. It's tough to know kind of like what age and what century you're in. Now, look, I live in Philadelphia, so I see a little bit more of it than anyone on the suburbs. But it, period, is the only epic horror movie ever created and conceived. And because of that, the house it is well earned for Jack the built first day of the 31 Days of Dread 2020. To Everybody. Henry. Which is probably the, serial killers next. the best Day serial killer movie ever. Now, be the, the house, house that Jack built and Henry, also known as Henry, a portrait of a serial killer. This is your best one-two combo to get into the world, the psyche of the horrific people that do these things. But, oh my God, the house that Jack built blew me, blew me away. That I, it's one of those movies where I watched uh, back to back immediately because it, it just shook me, blew me away. We're going to get into it. Okay. Matt Dillon, probably, probably, probably one of the best veteran actors working today. Everybody, I love you. Thanks for joining me for the 2020 31 Days of Dread. We're getting into serial killers, then we're going to get into HP Lovecraft next. I love you and goodbye. Quick announcement, quick announcement. So this episode is dedicated to my father, R.I.P. Tony DeLuca, Tony Ironfeet. We love you and we miss you every single day.